I love Disney. I love Disney. I, I love Disney. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the wonderful world of Disney's Night Owl. I am your host, Owl. Uh, welcome to my very first episode. Uh, tonight's uh, podcast is going to be about Maleficent and the true crime stories. Remember, the premise of this podcast is to see if they are, the Disney characters truly are guilty of what they've done and to figure out how much time they would do in the real world in jail or in prison. I'll be giving you guys some facts as well as my own opinions. So remember, you guys, this is just for fun, all right? So don't bite my head off, okay? I try my best to look at everything factual, all right? So if something slips through the cracks, I'm sorry. But remember, this is just for fun purposes. Now, let's get started with our very first True Crime Disney Maleficent Edition. Let's get started. So, who is Maleficent? Maleficent is a fictional character who appears in the 16th animated feature film Sleeping Beauty by the Walt Disney Company. But she is based on an evil fairy godmother character from Charles Burralt's fairy tale Sleeping Beauty. Beauty, as well as the reimagining of the Grimm Brothers story, The Little Briar Rose. Maleficent was animated by Mark Davis, and she is voiced by the talented Eleanor Audley, who also voiced another Disney villain, Lady Tremaine from the Cinderella. So, have we got that? Maleficent is an evil fairy and self-proclaimed mistress of all evil. Remember, we are only going off of her appearance in Sleeping Beauty and not her reimagining in Maleficent with Angelina Jolie that came out in theaters in the 2000s. Just her animated counterpart. So what are Maleficent's true crimes that she committed? Well... After not being invited to a christening of Princess Aurora, she curses the little princess to prick her finger on a spindle of a spinning wheel and die before her eight, before her 16th birthday, but ends up changing her mind to only a sleep-like death when the others begged for mercy. So... That's kind of her first offense, is she threatens a child. How much time can she do for a verbal assault? Well, let's look at that. In some states, criminal threats against other people, the penalties, of course, is prison or jail. If anyone is convicted of making a criminal threat, Faces substantial time. Uh, it could be either a misdemeanor conviction or it could be a felony conviction. A misdemeanor conviction can result in up to a year in county jail 
while the felony convictions can be imposed of imposed sentences of five years or more. In some cases, if a terrorist strike can result in sentences that last decades. Now, for Maleficent herself, threats against the king would probably off with her head at that point. But if we look at it this point, if she threatens a king now, wouldn't that be considered a terrorist threat? So she could be looking up to decades of being in prison for just threatening. But if she doesn't do that, she can still pay fines up to $10,000 if it's a felony conviction. So she can do time as well as have to pay a hefty sum of money, people. Just for threatening the little baby. So let's put that as the counter. She can already do 10 years plus $10,000 for just criminal threats. So let's keep moving on besides the point. So what ends up happening in the story of Sleeping Beauty is that King Stefan entrust three fairies to help look after his daughter while they destroy all the spindles, well, actually all the sewing spindles in the kingdom to make sure that she never pricks her finger, but ends up sending her away as well, having to live with those three fairies. But we all know what happens. She ends up coming back, and she ends up pricking her finger on the wheel. Now, I looked this up substantially. She falls into a sleep-like death. So, I'm counting that as a coma. Which is kind of defined of, okay, she, Maleficent, intentionally made somebody go into a coma. I looked that up substantially through everything. But, overall, it looks like she won't be doing any time for putting somebody in a coma. I know Shocking, isn't it, people? But hear me out. She won't be substantial. Well, she she won't have substantial time for putting somebody in a coma. But having, you know, having substantially helping somebody cause self-harm to them doesn't really give her much of a thing. Since here in California, if somebody wants to commit suicide and let's just take all that other, you know, magic stuff out at this moment. Other people can help other people commit suicide, and it's called a justified killing, so you won't be doing any time. But in this case, magic, you know, she was sort of manipulated into pricking her own finger, so I'm going to count that as a cult-like status, because uh remember, we're going off of the true stuff here in the real world, you know, and not magic. If she intentionally puts herself in a coma because Maleficent told her to, she won't be looking at any time. And I looked that up and it took me a while. So, um, yeah, that's some crazy stuff right there. So let's see what ends up happening. Later on in this story of magical woe and mystery, well, not really mystery, more like messed up, what ends up happening is that there was a young prince who comes to save Aurora from her sleep-like death, and that is known as Prince Philip. 
he ends up battling Maleficent, who tries to kill him. Now, if we look up attempted murder, I was like, that's an entirely new story. So, she tries to murder Philip. So, she will end up having to do four, five, or seven years, depending on prior conviction and relations to organized crime. So, again, she's the mistress of all evil. She's going to be doing some hard time. So, let's count that as seven years. There's a catch. She also had to, you know, she knew that she's going to have to kill him. So, that's not just attempted murder. That is also going to be, she was thinking about murdering him already. That is going to be something else. So, for premeditated murder, she is looking up to 25 years in prison if she used a firearm. Otherwise than that, she's only looking up 10 years under sensing guidelines. But that's only for a clean person. So, she's looking up to 15 years in prison just for trying to premeditated kill Prince Philip. So, let's add that to the count, shall we? So what is the count so far? 25 years, as well as $10,000 in fines. Just amazing. Well, not really amazing, really messed up. But let's go on. So what ends up happening at the end of the story? Well, Prince Philip killed Maleficent. Now, I hear what you guys are saying. He killed Maleficent, so shouldn't he be the one, you know, going to prison? No. Since you can't go to prison for self-defense if the person is trying to kill you. He only stabbed her once. Now, if he would have stabbed her multiple times, that would have been a different story. But he only stabbed her once. So, he wouldn't be doing any prison time. So, what's end up happening afterwards? Well, you already know that. <laughs> Prince Philip ends up kissing Aurora. She ends up waking up. Happily ever after. I know, pretty boring, right? But let's dive right back in to the Maleficent character. She ends up being murdered. Now, in some states, you can end up doing the death penalty. So, I'll count that as a chop of a win. But let's look more into Maleficent herself and more into her backstory. We actually first met Maleficent in the early 17th century. She was neither a witch nor evil fairy in the earliest known versions of her actual character, which was from Sleeping Beauty, but it was from Guy, uh, Gia Bontissa, Bastille's Sun, Moon, and Talia. I'm sorry if I butchered that. It's really hard to pronounce. But, uh, what ends up happening is that um, she's actually considered a queen in that story, which is pretty amazing. Uh, what ends up happening in the story is that she's married to a king. He ends up cheating on her with a young princess named Talia. So what ends up happening is she orders the illegitimate children of the young Talia and her cheating ass husband, uh, she ends up trying to kill the children and cook them and feed 
her their children to the king, which I know sounds pretty messed up. But what ends up happening is that the king ends up getting wind of what she was trying to do, ends up saving his young booty call, because I'm going to be counting that, and ends up actually killing his actual, uh, actually the queen, so, you know, Maleficent, and ends up marrying young Princess Talia, and they both live happily ever after. That's a pretty fucked up story, if you if you actually, if I tell you myself, that's pretty messed up. I mean, she literally was cheated on by her husband. And then, you know, I mean, she went a little cuckoo, tried to kill, you know, the side chick of her husband. And she ends up dying at the end. And both her cheating husband and the girl that he was cheating on ends up having, having her happily ever after. And that is a pretty messed up story in itself. So, let's see. She ends up killing the children, but then again, she doesn't, so that doesn't really count. But let's say that it counts. She ends up cooking the children and things like that. So, she committed murder right there. So, if we add everything together, but not really in the story, we can add up to 10 years for each child. So, that's two children. So that's 20 years, plus the added benefit of her trying to kill the premeditated wife. So let's add another 10 years and a whopping $10,000 fine. So in the, in her first reimagining of Sleeping Beauty by the guy, which I'm, I'm sorry, I put, I'm going to butcher his name again, Gian Battista Bastille's son, Moon, and Thalia, she is looking at 30 years plus $10,000 in fines. Also, the death penalty. But in Disney's animated Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent is looking up to 25 years plus... Well, actually, she's looking at 25 to life, people. 25 to life, over $25,000 in fines, as well as she can also be getting the death penalty as well, which, (laughs) miraculously, she ends up getting killed so yeah pretty messed up origins of poor little maleficent but here is the true question will she be able to stand in a court of law and not have to deal with any of these fines miraculously the answer is yes i know shocking right people if she has a great enough lawyer she can contest that the female did this all on her own, putting herself in a coma, as well as her saying that she can defend herself, saying that Prince Philip, you know, or, you know, if it was a regular person, tried to actually end up killing her and twist her story around to fit the narrative of, you know, a guy just coming, you know, a distraught guy that loves a female Thinking that, you know, it's his fault, you know, he's going to blame her, you know, for her, you know, for, let let me, let me back the story up, track, track by track, people. Just imagine it this way. Prince Philip, or let's just call him Philip, 
at this point. Let's talk about the real world people. Philip, if his wife or, you know, or the woman he loves ends up going into a coma from the fact that she's, uh, that she listened, you know, to Maleficent by you. She's not, you know, in the real world, I'm saying, you know, and she ends up going to a coma and he blames Maleficent for everything. She can switch that around and tell the jury, hey, he thinks it was my fault for his, you know, little boo love thing. You know, his little boo love thing of it's, that it's her fault that he, that she actually went to the coma. So she could, uh, she could say that, hey, I was just trying to protect myself. You know, he tried to kill me. You know, he's the real villain in all this story. He tried to kill me because he blames me for his little boo thing for being in a coma, you know? So right there, she can have sympathy from the jurors saying, Hey, I'm just a victim. You know, he's the role. Like I'm just a victim of his insanity. You know, he thinks it's my fault, things like that. So she can plead that way and she can potentially actually, you know, she can actually win that argument because it does seem that way, you know, uh, you know, a lover that is scorned, you know, blaming another person for his lover's downfall, things like that, and tries to, you know, help his lover out in, in that way. She can actually, she, she can actually get off scot-free. And Prince Philip, on the other hand, will be the one going to jail because why? He actually tries to end up killing her. Ain't that some fucked up shit, people, if you think about it that way. So, again, let's rewind and tally everything. So, Maleficent can, if she has a good lawyer, get off for her crimes if she pleads that she was just protecting herself, you know, uh, because she, because, uh, Philip, you know, Prince Philip, want, uh, blames her for her Aurora you know, coma, she can get off by pleading that he just blames her. So, on that point, she'll get off scot-free. But, if she doesn't have a good lawyer at all, and, you know, criminal threats people, and everyone is there in the kingdom, so there's gonna be witnesses testifying that, you know, she did in fact threaten, you know, to put the daughter in a coma, she is looking, but a but bum. She is looking at thirty years and twenty five thousand dollars in fines if she actually ends up becoming guilty, and that's crazy. But she also would be el eligible to actually get the death penalty as well. So once again, thirty years to life in prison with up to twenty five thousand dollars in fines. Just crazy people. All right, what did we learn, people? We learned that you can get away with murder as well as crimes if you have a good enough lawyer, at least. <laughs> uh, this will be the end of this tale as old as time. I know this is not Beauty and the Beast, but I'm using this reference here. Uh, so... You guys, this will be the end of this podcast. 
Hope you guys loved it. Our This podcast is going to be every Friday. That's right, people. Every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, I, you guys can follow me on all of my social medias at Deftal Games, as well as my Instagram at Deftal Games, as well as my Snapchat, Deftal2. I also have YouTube channels, people. Deftal Games, as well as Deftal Cosplays. I hope to see you guys later, and I would love to hear your guys' side of the story. I would love if you guys do a voice message or comment stating whether or not you, if you were on the jury, whether or not you'll find, you know, Maleficent guilty or non-guilty. At this point, this will be the end of this podcast. You guys can catch me next week, which uh, the podcast is going to be about the true crimes of Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Hope to see you guys soon. Remember, people, have a Disney day.